This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. My name is Sean Ray, and sitting across the virtual table from me is a guy that could argue for hours about the difference between Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies. How are you, John? (laughs) Damn right I could. (laughs) And also with us on the mic is Rick. How are you, sir? Greetings, (laughs) sub-creatures. And we're playing Side Fighters again tonight, so we invited the guy who introduced us to the game, Mr. Joe Crow. How are you? I'm fabulous as always. <laughs> uh, we're going to move right on into the game, uh, and I'm going to turn it over to John since he has assembled our combatants. John. So tonight's episode will be doppelgangers. And by doppelgangers, I mean two different characters played by the same actor. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. I thought you were going for for like episodes of Star Trek that had clones in them or something like that. I got you. <laughs> yep, yep, that's, yep, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I'm going to jump right in here. Let's do, let's start with the obvious, Han Solo versus Indiana Jones. Who's this for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we just, we discussed on on the last episode that I'm not good at keeping track, so I'll let you decide. All right, hang on. Let, how about how about the order where it, it's Joe? Next? It's Joe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Indiana oh, Jones. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, because uh, Han needs a lot of help. <laughs> Indiana Jones, except for short round the one time, every friend of his either betrays him or is a slap ass who who can't get anything done. Even his own child. Uh, We don't discuss that. That was an alternate reality. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. If we think if we don't think about it long enough, it, it didn't happen. Uh, so yeah, I'm, um, Indy, a hundred percent. All right, that was easy. Uh, Sean. 
Okay. Megamind. Animated blue super genius supervillain slash hero. Versus Lord Business. From the Lego <laughs> movie. Oh, okay. From the Lego movie. Um, they were both bad guys, too. So... Mm. Bad guys who saw the light by the end of the film. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I assume we're we're taking them while they were still bad guys. Correct. Um. Uh, yeah, I think I would go with Lord Business, just because the Lego Movie just seems like that that character seems a little more. Even though it was a kids' movie, you know it had a it had a lot of adult humor in it. So I think that uh, that part of it would uh, would sets it apart from the uh, from Mega Mind enough for me to think that uh, that character would probably come out on top. Gotcha, Rick. Yes, Sylvester Stallone as Judge Dredd versus Sylvester Stallone as Rambo. Ooh. I am the law. <laughs> I hate the law. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> Was that from Rambo? That's Ram- Rambo 3, yeah. I'm your worst nightmare. They all together. I was yeah. Like, Is that Cobra? <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad that this is these are the two you chose because I was really afraid you were going to give me uh, Judge Dredd versus Demolition Man. And, oh. uh, <laughs> tough. I, honestly, that would have been harder. As I was saying it, I thought to myself, shit, I should have gone Demolition Man. <laughs> <laughs> as it was coming out of my mouth. But, oh, damn it. Because as it is, uh, Stallone's Judge Dredd was a total kitty cat. <laughs> on a different network I'd have used a different word um, <laughs> so, you have three uh, coins to spend young hero <laughs> uh, I think Rocky would just beat the snot out of Stallone's dread and and you know he, he gets some punches in Rambo. and he may be he may well be that's crying. good but that's good but Rocky's not in the fight it's Rambo <laughs> oh Rambo sorry yeah. Rambo. oh even better then There'd be no tears then. <laughs> Rambo would just tear tear Stallone's dread apart. Now, if it was Carl Urban's dread, that would be different. But uh, but yeah, Rambo without a doubt. Okay. Um, who Rocky. on this panel has watched the Jessica Jones Netflix series? Who oh, me? Me me. <laughs> then you can pit. The Purple Man versus the Tenth Doctor. Oh God! <laughs> oh, hoo, 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 hoo. Uh, gosh, oh, the the Purple Man is. Yeah, you may want to explain to the listeners. Well, the thing is, okay, I, I'm not trying to to steal it away from Joe. I just wanted to throw. We don't know if the Purple Man's powers would work on the doctor no we don't so, so we have to, so we get to decide to let the listeners know the purple, man, the, the purple man is the villain from the first season of jessica jones and basically when he tells somebody to do something they just do it no matter what he can say go jump off that roof and they just walk over there and jump off the roof so he has like mind control powers 
Yeah. Go go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. But 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 the uh, uh you know you know that, that that was all that was all there was. Uh, but the it, it's tough because the it uh, mm, the doctor has you know thousands of years of experience, but depending on which doctor you. You, you're talking about in this case the tent. Uh, he doesn't pull from that as often. Um, the Purple Man or Kilgrave uh, in on Jessica Jones is he's just pure evil. He's a hundred and ten percent self obsessed, and he's got the 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 power to make everything happen. However, enormous willpower. Uh. In, in Jessica Jones' case, enabled her to break from his his control when no one else, including Luke Cage, was able to do so. Um, so well, bef- bef- before go you go too far down this thread, I just uh-huh. remember I just remembered an episode of Doctor Who where it's like they were on a bus tour on a crystalline planet or something, and they get stopped and. This alien entity slowly takes over the doctor's mind. Do you guys yeah. remember that? Yeah, I do. Oh. That. He's like, he's after me because I'm very clever. <laughs> and, and he did, I, I can't remember how it ended, but someone else basically had to save him because he was succumbing to this thing taking over. Somebody, box. I think, I don't mean, spoiler, I think somebody actually sacrificed him themselves. Uh, to to take the uh, the entity away from the train. That was a good episode because that's one of those rare episodes that shows you just how good the writing is on Doctor Who, where you can have an engaging episode that takes place in one room for an entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go Doctor Who. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go Tenth Doctor because of the the cracks were shown in. Purple Man um, at various points throughout uh, th- throughout the th- throughout the series, and Jessica Jones is not Doctor Who, and does not <laughs> and was able to beat him. So, which is not to say that uh, Je- Doctor Who is a, uh, the Doctor is a um, superior character to, to Jessica. I'm just saying that uh, it would not require a. a demigod level ability to defeat Kilgrave while doc- the doctor has that. So there you go. Gotcha. Yeah. Good with that. Uh, uh, is this, uh, this is Rick. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula versus Sirius Black. Of Harry Potter. Mm. <sighs> one good movie, one not so much. <laughs> <laughs> We're focusing yeah, thank on you. abilities. Thank I you know. for not using. Uh, thank you for not the using context. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I did consider the the bad guy from The Fifth Element, but he didn't really do anything. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of describes that whole movie. <laughs> right. Um, oh, wait for oh. it. He's coming. 
movie, <laughs> this movie will reappear in this competition. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Dracula, basically, Dracula versus... Uh, a powerful wizard. Uh, yeah. Powerful wizard who gets taken out pretty easily. Um, well... Um, that's another show. <laughs> uh, you know, I think Sirius's downfall, which is a, a, you know, it's it's a plus for the character for for making you like the character, uh, but it's what tripped him up pretty much every time was he he cares too much. Uh, <clears throat> whereas Dracula don't give a rat's about anyone but Dracula. <laughs> And maybe Winona Ryder if he gets a chance. Um, <laughs> so I got to give it to Drac. You know, he's he's. I thought it was one of Gary Oldman's worst performances, but the character is uber powerful, and I think Sirius Black is just is not not a match for Dracula. Okay. Uh, what is happening? What what is happening? I hear children. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking through a room where Phineas and Ferb was playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Sean? Yes, I'm here. Raish Al Ghul from Batman Begins. Oh, okay. Uh, versus I Will Find You. I have a very particular set of skills. Brian, Brian Mills, Mills. Taken yeah. from Taken. Oh, okay. You're talking about one of my least favorite Batman villains versus one of my most favorite action movies. <laughs> Why do you think I picked you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm biased, but I, I would have to give it to Brian Mills because then you're going to have to tell me how that happens. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, Brian Mills just he just, he doesn't he doesn't stop. It depends on what Ra's al Ghul did to him because if he didn't do anything to him, then he probably <laughs> he probably won't. You know because every time that Brian where Mills is, gets started, where is his daughter right now? Yeah, what did right. he do? Brian well, Mills. Let's just say that Brian Mills thinks that Ra's al Ghul may have been involved with you know perhaps an abduction of someone close to him. Then he won't. And, then he won't stop until he's dead. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, every time that he goes after somebody, it's because they either kidnapped his daughter, or framed him for a murder, or killed his wife. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. So if it's just if it's just hey, you know that's a bad guy, go get him. You know, then he'll be like, okay, yeah, stop, or I'll shoot. But <laughs> but if it's something personal like that, yeah, he's not going to stop until he's dead you know um he, he will find him and he will kill him <laughs> so uh yeah Look, i would have I, to I give it to i don't doubt his enthusiasm the question is do you think that his skills are sufficient to take out racial gold he has a particular set of skills <laughs> that's an answer that I i'm writing it down <laughs> i think uh yeah i think he well i mean because Bruce took Bruce took him out, yeah. but I, you know, yeah, he was he was Batman at the time. He didn't really take him out; he just didn't save him. 
right. you know, which is another another way of killing somebody. I don't have to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Well, that means that you killed him. <laughs> yeah, you totally killed him, Batman. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I yeah, but I have to go with Brian Mills. <laughs> uh, who's up? This is Joe? Oh, okay. Let's do... <laughs> Corbin Dallas from the Fifth Element <laughs> versus John McClane. <laughs> oh God! I just watched Die Hard on Christmas Eve. <laughs> from, from which movie, John McClane? Because he gets more hit points with every film. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Um. I I always think of the original, but I you can give him. I mean, you can pick and choose, draw from the franchise as needed. I'm fine with that. I feel like. Uh, um, hmm. If the if if he can walk through glass, run through glass without shoes, uh, <laughs> and 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 take out the whole bunch of terrorists, then uh, Corbin Dallas is not going to be uh, much of a match for him because Corbin Dallas was not like a combat dude. He was not a he he didn't solve the issue of the Fifth Element stuff by you know, fighting and shooting as much he as I did a fair I, amount of fighting and shooting, my friend, as you said, however, <laughs> not a lot happens in the fifth element. <laughs> well, I, I would wager that, uh, I would, I would say that a ton happens in, in die hard. Oh, well, John McClane was a, was a cop to begin with. Right. And the, and John McClane was a cop. And the other guy was just a cab driver. No, he was like a highly decorated military he was like okay. a Navy SEAL of the future. You can tell how long it's been since I saw that movie. So. You can tell how much I like this film. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, and I I actually saw Fifth Element not not very long ago, and I'm I'm still thinking I want I want to say John McClane. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tough. It's I'm tough. Not, I'm not trying to influence you. <laughs> I'm really the arbitrator. I'm just saying. The, uh, you're, <laughs> the um, uh, let's see, because what does he think Corbin Dallas might have done with his wife? It's kind of a similar, <laughs> <laughs> because it's uh, hmm, and 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 conversely, uh, does Corbin Dallas think that John McClane as Lelou? Uh, I I I'm 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 going with John McClane. All right, because it's the Christmas season, and that's yeah. That's, and they're both the basically the same character. Either either one would have been fine. Honestly, yeah, they yeah. I would almost call it a draw because they're so similar. But yeah, welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. All right, uh, is this Rick? Yes, sir. The Lady Galadriel versus Hela. Ooh. 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 <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you just harmonize next time, though. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> when they both fight, we all win. Um, <laughs> and we all die. <laughs> but it's worth it. It's totally fine. Ah, uh, wow. We're talking like two pure elemental forces. Hmm. Goddess, the goddess. Yeah, 
Galadriel is just. I know it's Galadriel. I already discussed this. (laughs) (laughs) Was that on this show? I don't remember. I remember hearing you say it. I think it was. Was it Cosmic Potato or was it the Starbase? I know. I remember hearing you say it, but I don't remember if you were talking to me or if I was just listening. (laughs) (laughs) If you were just in my head. Yeah. Um. One of the drawbacks of being on like twenty podcasts. I told John um, when, when John was at my house a few weeks ago. I told him that uh, I find myself when I'm listening to one of your other shows, almost wanting to answer back when you, when you say something. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I mean, we're, we're not podcasting right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I I mean I know more about Galadriel than I do Hela because all I know about Hela is from what we just saw in Thor Ragnarok. I'm I am. Fine. Obviously, there there is more to the character than that, but I, I am fine with that representation being the one that fights. Okay. Yeah, there's she, she a was, lot. She's fairly unstoppable. Uh, yeah, and she's she's essentially death incarnate. Um, whereas Galadriel is like a force of nature. So God, they are so evenly matched. It's funny that you could, I mean, uh, you, you, you can explain Hela in like a sentence, but if you try to explain Galadriel, it's like well, 45 minutes later. Uh, yeah, yeah, try to explain anything from Tolkien. <laughs> exactly, right. exactly. That's why Peter Jackson makes 18-hour movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you'll get a character who, who is just sort of sitting in a bar and you see him for, for 10 minutes on, you know, on a page. And then you find out in one of his other books that he's been around for 10,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to have the, I think the one place where Galadriel has the advantage is wisdom. I think they both have, you know, godlike strengths and, and constitutions and, and uh, charismas and stuff. But I think, <laughs> uh, I think, I think Galadriel's got the wisdom the higher wisdom stat. And I think that's where it's going to make a difference. Uh, she's going to figure out a way to play Hela, to use her rage against her uh, uh. and, and just shut her down. Don't know how, but it'll be glorious. <laughs> Good with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Sean, mm-hmm. you gonna like this one. Negan, Versus the comedian from The Watchmen. Oh, um, both kind of bad guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah, John, can I say you've outdone yourself on this one, sir? Oh my gosh, yeah, this is top notch. Yeah, and can I say this? Both, me, both of them. both Negan and comedian would probably get along really well. Yeah, <laughs> they would. And, uh, until they, the, until there was an opportunity for one to betray the other. Yeah. That is true. That is true. And uh, neither one of them uh, have a very high tolerance for minorities. <laughs> awful. <laughs> These are awful people. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that, but yeah, quite, quite correct. Um, I'm trying to think back. I mean, I've seen The Watchmen a few times. I'm trying to think back to. Because the comedian dies very early in that film, but then he's in a lot of flashbacks. So I know that he almost raped somebody, uh, but we've seen Negan kill a lot of people and 
very and, cold, very coldly. I mean, just bashing people's heads in with a baseball bat kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, and either way, Negan, exactly, he, I mean, he he will quote unquote force you to marry him, but he's essentially just raping you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Negan is Negan is super confident in himself. Yeah, while Negan's comedian, like Genghis Khan. Yeah, and and the comedian is. Like his primary conceit is that he was super confident, and then he found out the stuff, you know, the the spoiler, the Watchmen spoiler warning business, mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, I'm out, <laughs> I got nothing else, and Negan has not yet, uh, Negan's Negan's, uh, he's just got. The world on a string, more or less. <laughs> yeah, and I think both of them, both of them are a product of their surroundings. Because I almost get the feeling that uh, that Negan was not a was not evil to begin with, and he was turned evil by the world that he's in. You know, yeah. um, and and the comedian. I don't remember much of his backstory, I'm, but I'm imagining that he wasn't. I mean, he. There was a time when he wanted to be a superhero. He didn't want to hurt people. He wasn't evil. He just he he's he's more like chaotic neutral. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 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 I mean, when when you're when you become a superhero, then you know life can get boring. I guess, <laughs> especially if if you run out of bad guys. So. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm gonna have mainly because I know more about the character, I know how evil Negan is. I would have to go with Negan. Right. And you gotta, uh, I, I would also go with Negan. And success rate is yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, uh, his yeah, yeah. The comedian, the comedian died, and Negan hasn't died yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and the, really, really the comedian's de- the comedian's death is it's kind of a story driver type of thing. Like yeah. they, it, it's it's a it's the catalyst. It's a, it's a pivotal moment in the Watchmen universe, and um, it's well, like well, the first frame of the comic. <laughs> exactly, it literally yeah. is, uh, and and the uh, and Negan, while pivotal, uh, he. He's made he's made the universe work for him. The the Walking Dead universe works for Negan, mm-hmm. uh, and the comedian couldn't quite make that happen. Yeah. So, in, in his own situation, so and so then he he took a dive out of, out of skyscraper. So right. So there you go. As one does. Okay. As one does. If only the Watchmen had been in the DC universe back then, the comedian would have been fine. Somebody <laughs> right. would have flown by and saved him. <laughs> All right. And the end of story. Watchmen is four pages long. Right. Um. Okay, who's up? I think it's me. All right, then you can battle Neo of the Matrix versus Constantine. Of Constantine. 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 <sighs> this Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> um, qualification or clarification? Mm-hmm. Are they in the real world or the Matrix? Uh, they are in the Matrix. Everyone has all of their abilities. Okay. Because real world Neo 
ain't got much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's kind of scrawny, actually. <laughs> um. Okay. I only saw the movie Constantine, Constantine. <laughs> uh, once. That was plenty. Yeah, and pretty much all I really remember about it was how amazing. Um. Oh, and I'm blanking on her name. Uh, the, the woman who yeah. played Gabriel, um, Ancient One. Yeah. God, if you had, if if you hadn't asked for her name, I know. I know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I could see her face, and I've seen tons of her movies. She was awesome in That Which Survives, or is that what it was called? The vampire movie. Anyway, uh, not the question. Not the question. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on target. <laughs> Almost there. Um, gosh, I have no idea. Um, if Tilda Swinton. In, Tilda Swinton. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm gonna say Neo because I know what he can do, and in the Matrix he's pretty much a god. Uh, and Constantine Tyne Tone is. He's just a spellcaster with tuberculosis, from what I recall. So I go. I'm going to go with with Neo. <laughs> All right. Now, who would win between John Wick <laughs> and Ted? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> rest, rest you said no joke. As soon as you said Neo, I thought, is he about to say Ted? Please say Ted. Please say Ted. Ted. Theodore Logan. <laughs> it honestly didn't occur to me. But I have I have quite a few of these in my back pocket. We're only doing we're only doing the first batch tonight. Okay. We can do it all Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> all Keanu yeah, Reeves speed. and Bruce Willis. Uh, Just Keanu versus Bruce. Keanu versus Bruce. Yeah. Oh, we could totally do that. I might actually do that. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see. I think this is the last one of round one. Uh, Will Smith as Deadshot. Versus Will Smith as Agent J. Is this for me? Uh, or is it know, Joe? Joe. Joe. Joe, okay, go ahead, Joe. Um, uh, Agent J. Agent J because... Uh, um, well, what did Agent J do to Deadshot's daughter? <laughs> 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 if so would Deadshot even remember? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm mad at you. No, Uh-oh. I don't think so. I, no, I don't think I've ever met you at all. We lost Joe. Did we lose somebody? I thought I heard a beep. Yeah, Joe's gone. Okay. I blame Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> It was uh, his turn. It was his turn. Was so his maybe turn, we should, and he, maybe we should move to the next next well, we, turn. We can, we can pick it up from okay. right here. Okay, so we just lost Joe for some reason to a bad connection, but before he went, his 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 dying words <laughs> were, uh, between Deadshot and Agent Day, Agent J, he picked Agent J, and he was about to go into what I'm sure would have been an awesome explanation as to how he got to that point. But uh, that's that's when he that's when he clicked out. So uh, we'll we'll get the backstory later. We'll do a flashback <laughs> <laughs> as to how Agent J won the day. Uh, but for now, we'll we'll just proceed with the knowledge that he did. All right. 
So that was actually the last battle of round one. Okay. So moving to round two, we'll take it back to the top. Um, Rick. Sir. Indiana Jones versus John McClane. Uh, well, they're both kind of ordinary average guys with incredible numbers of hit points. Yeah. Um, Nigh unstoppable reluctant heroes. Yeah. And I, hmm, it would matter what they were fighting over. Um, I got to give it to Indy just because McLean is good at, at, you know, kind of sneaking around and, and sabotaging and, and shooting from behind things. Whereas Indiana Jones is just, he's just like a wave of destruction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when Belloc is sitting there and you just see this mushroom cloud coming up from the, from the, the, over the horizon and he just like instantly knows it's jones <laughs> there's just no no denying the swath that is indiana jones so i, I gotta give it to indy hey we're the millennial falcon podcast a pop culture podcast by three geeky millennials we're hosted by anya crittenton hi chen Bui. and will be dobbs the three of us met in college, bonding over Game of Thrones and Disney. While we've moved past Game of Thrones, we now bond once a week in a podcast that covers everything from superheroes to musicals to summer reading to Pokemon Go. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Falcon Podcast and listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Come for the hot takes, stay for the snark and puns. And the friendship that lasts forever. Hey everybody, I'm Troy. And I'm AJ. And we're the hosts of the World War G podcast. And we know Sean and John do great things. But if you need just that little bit more nerd in your life. A little bit more geek in your week. Then head on over to worldwarg.podbean.com. Where we talk about everything from movies and television. Comic books and video games. Check us out at worldwarg.podbean.com. Back to you, Sean. Ryan Mills from Taken. Oh, man. Uh, Rambo is resourceful, but Brian Mills has more uh, training in like special ops kind of stuff. Because J- Rambo is just a soldier. I mean, in, in the first film, he was a soldier that... Um, Came home and wound up being a fugitive. I 
can't remember his whole story. I know he, he wound up being a fugitive, and then later movies he became like a POW and stuff like that. Or he was trying to save some POWs and stuff. But as far as like special ops type training and stuff, Brian Mills has more of that. So I think that uh, his particular set of skills <laughs> is... <laughs> you said that one more time. <laughs> I should, I should have a button that says that. Um, I think that uh, yeah, his his skill set is a little higher than Ram- Ram- Rambo is like pick up a machine gun and take some dudes out, which can be useful. But there's a time and place for that, and I think Brian Mills is a little more stealthy when it comes to to that. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. I would say stealth. Aside from when he's hiding in mud. Stealth yeah. is not Rambo's. Choice. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rick. Yes. Well, I'm Stoker's Dracula. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm specify. <laughs> uh, versus Neo. Again, they both get all their powers. Yeah. Uh, again, I've got to give it to Drac. Their their powers are are pretty similar. But I think in this instance, Dracula's got experience, whereas oh. Neo is still just figuring out what he can do and what he can't do. Uh, and I think while Neo is trying to figure things out, Drac is just going to snap him in two. That's, I didn't think you were going to go that way. That's interesting. All right. Uh, I'm a huge Dracula fan. It's one of the reasons I'm so mad at that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sean. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. Galadriel versus the Tenth Doctor. I'm a British off. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, I, I mean, I don't know a ton about Galadriel. I, I mean, I, I read Lord of the Rings and I watched the movies, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, in my head, I'm. I'm just. I'm playing scenes from the movie and what was implied. Yeah. From the movie. I don't really know. You know, I, I'm. I am not a. Um. Uh, I'm, I'm not all about the uh, the Lord lore. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would go with uh, the Doctor, <laughs> just because he's resourceful enough that he. I mean, he always wins. He always figures out a way. So, I, I, I mean, think I'm, in, I'm inclined to agree with you because it's, he faces more powerful opponents on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and he figures out a way to defeat them. So, uh, this is, you know, facing a basically a godlike creature would not be new for him. Yeah, he's done that. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the doctor. He would, he would, he would just apologize. I'm so, I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. I will get out of your forest right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, are we trying to get Joe back? Is it? Are we working on that? He's not. He's not. He's not going to make it back. He says his Skype connection just crashed on him. Ah, uh, so, sucks. Yeah. All right. In your honor, Mr. Crow. <laughs> uh, all right. So Rick. Yes. Negan. Actually, I'll say that for Sean because he's more familiar with the character. Yeah, I've never watched The Walking Dead, so. Yeah. You can pit Lord Business of the Lego movie. Oh, wait. Actually, wait a minute. 
Hold off on that. We'll be in fighting it. We hold for provider one. <laughs> um, That's an epic dislike. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sean. Okay. Going back to you. For Negan versus Agent. Actually, at, at this point, we can, we can be group discussion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Negan versus Agent J. I mean, Agent J has tech. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> he can just stand outside the reach of a baseball bat and shoot him with the noisy cricket. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. And uh Yeah, so I mean if he's if he's allowed to have any of his weapons at all, if it's just one on one between him and Negan, yeah. Because Negan's all about like he sets traps and stuff like that. He I mean he's evil, but he needs other people to carry out his nefarious plans, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh I think that in a, in a one-on-one fight, it would probably be uh, Jay. I do not disagree. Uh, all right, so let's see that. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. Moving quickly. Uh, so then let's do Indiana Jones. Actually, hang on. Let's do. Let's do Lord Business versus Dracula. To the group. I'm just trying to remember. I saw, I've only seen the Lego movie once, and I was watching it. That is a shame. Yeah, I know. I, 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 again, it's one of those things like I know I need to watch it again, and I just keep forgetting. Um, Because I watched it in an airport when I was stuck in Newark Airport uh, last year or two years ago, uh, trying to fly home in March after my grandmother's funeral. So it wasn't the best of times. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I know I wasn't in Newark. I was stuck in LaGuardia. That was it. Uh, so, uh, I don't really remember, <clears throat> excuse me, too much about Lord Business's, uh, powers. Um, other than he was the, the, the big bad in the movie. Yeah, I don't know that he has many inherent abilities. He 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 basically rules an empire with an iron yeah. fist, and he has he has special weapons and he has special um um objects and items. But you know, like him by himself, I don't even think his suit had really even weapons in it. It was just all built to be intimidating well we talked we did this once before we were playing side fighters and you brought up a character from the lego movie and i kind of brought up the fact that you've got th- this well, is basically a, this is basically a lego figure so, yeah, <laughs> so, so you've got you've got dracula and then I, you can if it's the yeah we're saying that it, well it's the character but then you the end of the movie establishes that they're just lego figures no but i, I have regretted it since that day honestly <laughs> that I didn't. Just, <laughs> it, haunts me, it haunts me. It haunts me still. That I didn't just say, "No, they're in the Lego world." Because oh, so you're bringing movie. Dracula into the into the Lego world. Yeah, so this, it's Lego, this is Dracula. Lego Dracula. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is the, the way that they went to the way that all the other superhero characters and all these other characters that you know were Lego versions of themselves. He is Lego Gary Oldman. <laughs> I still got to give it to Dracula. Just. <laughs> 
I'm not letting some Lego punk beat Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dracula could go all the way. Alright, so let's do um Oh, that's okay. That'd be interesting. Uh Indiana Jones. Let's pit him against Agent J. Well, I mean, again, it's the same thing as Negan, you know, if if he if he's got that little grasshopper gun. But I don't know that that would stop Indiana Jones though. But Indy's got more reach. He's got Indy, the twelve foot bull whip. Yeah. Indy gets, Indy gets kind of blown up a lot. You know, he would he would you he know he would avoid it, yeah. a direct hit from the noisy cricket and he he you know, he'd fly twenty feet <laughs> and he'd bounce off a wall and he kinda of shake it you know, kinda of, <laughs> kind of shake it off. Yeah, and, uh, he's got yeah. you know godlike constitution, and his luck rolls get like a plus fifteen. Um, <laughs> right, right. Oh, I think Indy would take him because yeah, it, if he... Indy would lose the first couple of rounds, and then Jay would start bragging, and then Indy would just <laughs> cap. <him. laughs> yeah, if he yeah if he disarmed him, yeah, he's no there's no match. No match at all. Yeah, I, I kind of the, the the whole luck thing. I think you're right. I, I could see like like the noisy cricket hits the side of a building that was aiming for Indy. Indy moves out of the way, but you know Jay looks up and he sees like a, a gargoyle on the top is starting to teeter and he falls. <laughs> Jay has to dodge. Bricks land on his leg. Breaks his. Yeah, I could see a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Indiana Jones has a ridiculous luck factor that cannot be denied. Good point. But will that luck factor hold versus Brian Milson taken? Indiana Jones. You got to go with this one, Sean, because I've, I've never seen taken. Yeah. Uh, and this is where it get, that This is actually closer to an equal fight. Um, uh, I mean, minus the fact that they're from. Time, different time periods. I mean, they're they're essentially equally matched. If they were just you know fisticuffs, hand to hand combat, or whatever. Uh, Indy both fights of them, dirty. Yeah. Well, and Brian <laughs> will too. Brian will too. Depending on you know, like, like Joe said, yeah. what did Indy do to his daughter? <laughs> you know. So, uh, <laughs> um, I'm I don't know. Gonna, Abner Ravenwood didn't seem to mind. <laughs> I'm going to lean toward um, Indy on that one. I think if if Indy were, a, were able to take that bullwhip and disarm Brian, and then it was just hand-to-hand combat, I think Indy would, would come out on top. It would be close, though. I mean, that would it would almost be a draw. But, yeah. Have y'all ever been hit with a whip? No. <laughs> I want to say yes, but I don't know if, that's, if that really happened or not. I've been hit with a belt. <laughs> well, and, and like, like I think, I think I want to say yes because I think like I was playing with one and I hit myself. Like I don't think anybody did it to me. I think I was <laughs> like playing with it and it. So I, uh, you know, like a full fledged whip strike. No, I, I had a, a friend of mine when Raiders came out. Uh, we we both worked together at the same ice cream shop. Well, actually, we're we're still good friends. We we grew up together. Uh, 
he went out and got a 12 foot bullwhip. And we were standing in the parking lot of the gross of the ice cream store that we worked at one night. And he wasn't even trying to, you know, whip it. He was just lazily, just unconsciously swinging the handle back and forth. And the end of the whip, the, the momentum finally got to the end of the whip and it jumped up and it caught me one inch above the top of my boot and put me on the ground. Mm. And that wasn't even trying, you know, that wasn't even putting any force into it. Yeah. So, you know, one, one hit, one good hit from a bullwhip, from a long bullwhip like that, it it's worse than a gunshot. Mm. So it's a very formidable weapon. Going Indy? Uh, yeah, I'm going Indy one on that one. Yeah. Like I said, it'd be close, but yeah. All right. Uh, Tenant Doctor versus Dracula. <laughs> that may have been an episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's definitely fought vampires. Yeah. He may have fought Dracula, now that you mentioned it. He, he may well have fought Dracula. And somebody uh, similar enough. And obviously one. <laughs> <laughs> but was it that doctor? The tenth I'm, doctor? I'm sure I don't, I don't I'm, remember. I'm sure he would win. I'm sure he would. Yeah. I, yeah. The doctor would take Dracula out. Yeah. 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 The, the, yeah. Dracula has several known weaknesses that the doctor could exploit. Mm-hmm. And hell, he could probably use a sonic screwdriver to just simulate sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be that. Just UV. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Just grab his coffin and take him and and put him in the TARDIS and take him to a world where it's never night. (laughs) (laughs) And he can never come out of his coffin. I'm not going to kill you, but I'm just going to leave you here. Right. That's actually brilliant. That's a brilliant (laughs) idea. Yeah. Uh, All right. Final two combatants. Doctor Who versus Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh God, I don't uh, see how you can not give it to the Doctor. <laughs> yeah, the Doctor would beat Indy, and he I would think feel that, really bad about. Yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I think Indy would probably end up just being a companion for a few episodes. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> that, oh man, we got to find that fanfic. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. That's true. The doctor would just say, hey, you want to go back to, to Cairo about 2,000 years like, ago? Yeah. You want to see artifacts? <laughs> I'll show you artifacts. I'll show them to you when they're new. Right. <laughs> we can make some. You can bring them back by the boatload. <laughs> I really want that to happen, and I want to write it, but I'm way too busy. <laughs> Someone has already done that. All right. That concludes this episode of Sci-Fighters. So the 10th Doctor wins wins the whole... 10th Doctor wins the Battle of the Doppelgangers. Okay. Yeah. Battle of the Do- Doppelgangers. Alright. Well... Which is appropriate since there's so many of him. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> By the way, uh, before we end the show, uh, did did you guys watch the Christmas episode? Well, this show, yes. this episode comes out probably the end of January, 1st of February, but as we're recording it, it's actually the day after Christmas. So, Rick, you did watch the Christmas episode? Loved it. I yeah. haven't seen it yet. I've not seen it yet. Yeah, I won't, I won't spoil, spoil it. I'm, I'm sure by the time this airs, I will have seen it. <laughs> but I'll probably I, see it tomorrow. Or two I will or say I spent a lot of the episode 
either openly weeping or on the verge of it. <laughs> it, it was good. The, I, the only thing that I hate is when they show these, because I watched it on BBC as it was airing, and um, they show so many commercials because, Rick, when you watched it, I know you watched it on like on demand or something, right? Yeah, so, we watched it on Amazon. How long was the episode when you watched it? Oh, I don't know. I didn't pay attention. I can look it up if you want. I, I'm, I'm estimating that it's probably like an hour and 15 minutes or something like that. But when I they aired it, yeah, they aired it as a two hour episode. And so they, it, they packed it so full of commercials. It's like every five minutes they were going to a commercial break. It was it was and they did the same thing last year. I noticed it last year on the Christmas episode. They stretched these things out to make them two hour episodes. But there's really only a little more than an hour's worth of content there. And, uh, and way 59 more minutes, so actually less than so an hour. hour. So an hour. So we had an hour's worth of commercials. Holy crap! <laughs> during that, during that Christmas special. So I, I DVR'd uh, it. So thanks for the warning. I shall well, be fast forwarding. Yeah, I mean that's why I, I watched it. I started watching it live, and after about the third commercial break, and it was only thirty minutes in, <laughs> it caught up. Yeah, I just, I just said I'm, I'm gonna stop this. I'm gonna come back in a couple hours and watch it after it's finished. You know, so. Because we had, you know, my kids were over and we were doing Christmas stuff anyway. So we, I just went and finished doing that. And then later on that night, I went back and watched the rest of it. So, yeah, I definitely recommend having your fast forward button ready. But but it was good. The guy that plays the, the first Doctor, I uh, can't remember his name off the top of my head. But he's the same guy that played uh, William Hartnell in that behind the scenes movie that they did a couple of years ago. Yeah. And yeah, and he all, and I even think they used some footage from that. <laughs> from that movie, I think they reused a, a couple of shots because there was a couple of couple of shots that looked really familiar from that uh, docudrama <laughs> that they did. But uh, but yeah, it's good. And then uh, and then we finally get our first peek at the at the new Doctor. And uh, I won't go into any of where they leave her, but you know, it's it's the the average thing. You don't see very much of her. She's just for a few seconds at the end. But but it was good. I enjoyed I, it. I will say I didn't realize how attached I was to Bill until this episode. And it, it's not a spoiler because they've been advertising the hell out of it that she's in it. So Yeah. Um yeah. but just when she showed up that I was like, Oh my god, I love you Bill. <laughs> Yeah, she she grew on us. I mean she's she was only in one season, but she yeah, yeah she definitely grew on us, so and and we, and uh Clara made a cameo. Too so. Hey, that was a spoiler, dude. <laughs> Let me go back. I'm sorry. Uh, Cla- there, was- Clara was not in the movie. She had nothing to do with the plot. I mean, I didn't give away the plot. Okay. I don't. All right. Uh, <laughs> we've talked about this. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for this episode. I want to remind you guys that uh, by the time you you hear this. We'll still be in the middle of doing the remaining episodes of the Simply Syndicated Discovery After Show. So come over to simplysyndicated.com and listen to that show as we analyze every episode of Star Trek Discovery. And as far as this show goes, we're on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Podcast Addict on the Android Store, SoundCloud. And so subscribe to the show so you'll be notified whenever we get new episodes out. Leave us a five-star rating on iTunes so more people will be able to find the show and share our posts on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can write us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Cosmic Potato or email us at mail at cosmicpotato.com. 
or you can send us a voicemail or a text message to area code 205-642-8380. Uh, Rick, thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thank you. And John, pleasure as always. Yeah, man. And that does it for this week. Be sure oh, to join we gotta, us. We got we got to acknowledge Joe. Oh yeah, well yeah, Joe Joe had to uh, <laughs> Joe had to abandon ship. His uh, his Skype was having technical difficulties, and uh, we'll bring him back ne- uh, in the next uh, few weeks. Hopefully, we'll we'll get him back on the show. So, uh, Joe, thanks for being here. <laughs> uh, be sure to join us next week, same pod time, same pod channel, on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast. When you might hear John say. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, listening to the uh, Cosmic Potato. We, we know you have a lot of choices for your podcast, and we appreciate you flying with us. Just uh, a few important rules before you depart. There's no uh, snacks or refreshments after midnight. There's no crying in baseball. There's no business like show business. There is no spoon. There's no wire hangers ever. Uh, also... Uh, don't go into the light. Never cross the streams. Uh, don't drop down below 50 miles per hour. Never put baby in a corner. <laughs> don't uh, be a menace to society while drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> and, uh, of course, never tell me the odds. <laughs> that ought to do it. Thank you very much. Thanks again for flying Cosmic Potato. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> Well done, well done.